Good morning. Good morning. Back at it. After a good weekend, draft weekend. Man, NFL never never stops, man. I feel like it's always NFL season. Always something. (laughs) Been a week since we've seen y'all since last Monday. But we back at it. My man Swamp a Thing. One half of the Man of Man Pop. I'm a co-host, Darius Butler. Yes, sir. We back in the building. Yes, Live. sir. Nobody talking to you, Siri. <laughs> Man, Man, we gonna jump. We gonna jump into it. Oh, hold on. This this new Cali do rock though. The new Cali, it's on straight. Got about four or five. Go ahead, bro. My bad. So true, man. You are so good. So good. But now nah, we're gonna jump into it, man. You know the draft. Um, any surprises? Any surprises? Uh, surprises. Uh let me think. Let me think. No surprises, really. Uh, we knew the first two picks kind of going into the draft. Um, you know, I still was holding out thinking that Justin Fields was gonna go third, but uh mm-hmm. Trey Lance had kind of been picking up steam. Yeah. Behind the, um, <clears throat> you know, behind the curtains. I thought going into it, by the time the draft started, that's when the A-Rod, you know, the A-Rod story came out right before the draft, I'm sure. Schefter was holding on to that for a couple of days. Dropped that A-Rod. right before the draft. Huh? A-Rod, A-Rod, he's smart, too. Yeah. He's so smart. I, so I thought, you know, they were saying, like, Schlereth came out and said a deal between the Packers and the Broncos was pretty much done. So I thought the Broncos were going to jump up, maybe take a – a quarterback, but they went with certain But no real mm-hmm. surprises, man. They was talking about yeah. Mac Jones and Lance at three. Lance went three. You know, Pitts went four. They were saying Chase or Penne at five. So, no, I wouldn't say any real surprises. What about, what about Chicago taking Justin Fields, though? So, you know, um, were you surprised at that pick? Or? I was surprised that they were able to get him, honestly. Yeah. You know, I thought he would be gone by, you know, by probably that Panthers pick. But, um, you know, they were able to jump up to 11 and get him. And honestly, I think right now, as it stands at least, that that pick is a lot better for Chicago than it is for Justin Fields. Like, I feel like out of the top five quarterbacks that we, you know, talked about the whole time throughout the pre-draft process, he probably is in the worst position just because of Matt Nagy, the line, the weapons that the Bears have um, compared to the other ones. But, um, you know, for the Bears, you know, they've been looking for a dynamic playmaker quarterback for a long time. I feel like, you know, if the Bears are good, the Bears are box office, that's good for the league. It's one of those teams that is good for the league if the Bears are doing good. So right now I feel like it's it's in everybody's favor, Allen Robinson, except Justin Fields right now. But uh, I think he was the second best quarterback in this draft. So I think uh, he's going to put the team on his back. And uh, it may be how the best quarterback situation you know, in a couple of years, you know, do it do the A Rod probably. I don't see him playing there. Um, going forward, how you how you feel about that Justin Fields pick? Um, I, I agree with you. Um, I think it's it's great for the Bears. Um, obviously, you know, Justin Fields. You know, you could feel, um, you know, multiple ways about that. But obviously, you know, happy happy for the opportunity. But like you say, you know, with the line with the uh, the coaching situation. You know, you do have Allen Robinson out there, so. Um, he you know, finally got I, a quarterback. 
Yeah, but I, I think you know he'll go out there. He make the uh, he'll make the best of the situation. Um, again, it's not a situation where you can you right now expecting him to possibly start day one. You know, you got Andy Dalton. Maybe you know you let Andy Dalton go out there for you know a couple games and whatever Hell, the case may be. Hell <laughs> no. <laughs> and um, you know, you you Hell never know. No, you we never talk, know. Man, we talked about on this show. Um. When Dalton was first signed, and uh, obviously they made a run at, at Russ, um, and I'm sure they was probably in the mix with Deshaun. I think that he was on – I think they were on the list with Deshaun as well. But uh, <laughs> once they went with Andy and they tweeted out the QB1, I'm like, yo, we – we, I didn't think they could have possibly took a step back at the quarterback position for Maserati Mitch, and they did going to Andy Dalton. I think Andy Dalton has had a – a good career you know if you look at his the totality of his career he had a good career but at this point that's not the guy you want um you know leading the troops out of that tunnel you went you went jumped up you went jumped up to 11 gave up yes. next year's first round pick to get yes. Justin Fields a quarterback you had no business even having the opportunity to get coming into the draft with the 20th pick I need to see him first snap of the season first snap of preseason stop we're gonna things. see we're gonna see like that Nah, I mean, ain't nobody playing with him, but, you know, if, if my guy ain't ready, he, he not ready. Like, I understand, like, we taking these number one picks and, yo, if, if you got a vet in front of him, I, I agree nah, with what bro. you're saying. I'm, that, that's you. This for their job, too. This, this for it's, the GM and the head coach's job, too. They on the hot seat, hey, both of them. Exactly. So who who's to say Justin Fields going to come in and be automatically ready? If and if Andy Dalton is 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 playing better, or if in their eyes playing better, and fit, and they feel as though he's better at that moment in time, like if you talk about you playing for my job, I'm just going to throw him out there just because he's my my first my first round throw, pick. Throw his ass in that fire. So why would you just say I'm I'm doing this for my job if if he's ready or not? I'm just throwing him out there anyway. I'm not trying to Andy Dalton out there for my job. <laughs> that, that's not what I'm doing. Well, I mean, you that's the situation you in. The situation so I'm in is so we jumped up here and got Justin Fields, who I believe a lot of people it's come out that a lot we, of people we, had Justin we, Fields. We don't, we don't, we don't care about as the people. first quarterback in the draft. I had him at he, two. We don't. Well, you were wrong, Zach and everybody Wilson else was going wrong. out there. Zach Wilson gonna be out there day one, right? So the who's Jets the quarter, who, who's uh, who's the other quarterback on the Jets? It don't matter. It don't matter. I'm just asking you a question. I don't. I don't know. I honestly don't know who they're back up. Exactly because that's already signed, sealed, and delivered. And you know, they, the, the 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 Jets ain't come out and say, you know, whoever the quarterback was, you quarterback one. I'm not saying I don't believe that. All I'm saying is, in the situation, I understand Justin Fields is the number one draft pick for Chicago Bears. I'm saying, just with situations are situational. So you, you you feel like <laughs> so you feel like. And then the thing, this this is the other thing about Justin Fields, like he's he's a great quarterback first and foremost, but he's also a great athlete. So like yeah. you got to put him out. He, like he's been playing big time football the last two years, like big time Big Ten football. Been to college playoffs, played some of his best football there. Now, obviously, coming to the NFL, that's a huge step for anybody from any program at any position, especially the quarterback position, but. My, I mean, we like, bro. We we don't we don't already messed it up with Trubisky. Now we don't went and got Andy Dalton. You know who we said was QB one going into it. Obviously, you know most people. If you can get better at that position, you do. 
Now we feel like we got better position. I feel like you get better with reps. Throw them in that fire, bro. You're you going to get better with reps. You're going to get better going against your first-team defense as much as possible. And then once yes. you get in the season – we gotta we gotta let the chips fall where they may. I can't I can't All go right. in the first four games. I'm marching Andy Dalton out there. Like, nah, All right. that's so, bring so the whole morale down to the team. You throw the you throw you throw them in the fire. Yeah, all y'all not doing I'm not and I'm not wishing, I'm not wishing, you know, any negative or whatever. I'm just talking about it is what it is. I mean, you throw them out there, and shit ain't looking good. You gone either way. Fields? Yeah. If I mean, if it, what's what's not looking good, guy? Give me an example. Like he just completely stinking up. He, it, the yeah, game is too fast for him. All right, you were high on tour, right? Yeah. All right. So same situation. You had Fitzpatrick. You had a vet. Vet was out there. The team was playing well, right? <clears throat> that's different. Team was. All right. <laughs> that's, that's different. And he all still right. got pulled for tour. So, but that's different. So you just. Fitzpatrick at this point in his career, all right, I my feel bad. like he's a better quarterback so, than any dog. So that's that's all I'm saying, D. But like you know, and Tool was injured we, too. Tool was coming off the no head. excuses, no explanations. You threw him out there just like you said. They threw him in the fire. They threw him. You just said, "Look, throw my man in the fire." So that's what they did with Tool, and Tool was not ready. We knew Tool was a good quarterback. He's going to be a good quarterback, but at that time, Tool was not ready to be playing. I don't think he should have been. I don't think they should have put him in there over Fitzpatrick. I don't think they should have made that switch. So that's all that. I'm you, saying. You were adamant about that. I was adamant about that. I, and that's the way I felt. You know what I mean? So I'm not saying that Justin Fields not going to be a good quarterback. I'm not saying that he's not better than Andy Dalton. I'm not saying that. All I'm saying is that when you look at situations, sometimes it just doesn't align at that moment in time. And I, that's why I go back I, to the. I mean, I, I that's why I go to. That's why I go to the Fitzpatrick where they was in. You got a vet. He's been in it. He's been in the fire, so he understands. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? What's going to happen? He understands the highs and the lows in this in this league. Again, Justin Fields been playing some 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 great football, power five, but we know it's different. So again, Pretty different. Again, Ron Fitzpatrick, uh, Tua situation. They put two in there in the fire. He wasn't ready. Where if I followed, though, they would have kept Fitzpatrick in there. It would have been a little different. Again, you I, know, in Chicago. I, I feel like. Maybe if Tua came into like it, that's why I say it's different because Tua came in with a lot of question marks about his health. Like that was the main thing. Like, is this kid healthy? We took him what five overall. We took him five overall, but he still may not be. And it was a major injury he was coming off of. It was a hip. So it made more sense to put Fitzpatrick out there. He's a veteran. This is what we got him for. And we know Tua. And we know Tua is the future. Justin Fields, Ryan Pay, uh, Ryan Pace. Matt Nagy, they're on the hot seat right now. Like you, you like it's my job as a coach. Matt Nagy's an offensive coach. It's my job to have this guy ready. Every everybody in the world know he can play. Now it's my job. I gotta get this dude ready. And then Ryan hey. Pace shit. I traded my next year's first. I gotta make sure the guy that we gave all that up for is ready yeah. coming into the season. Like yeah. point play, we had some of the best rookie quarterback play last year in league history. Yeah. Without really a preseason, an offseason. So, I mean, shit, we gonna Matt see. Nagy, you better tighten up. Yeah, we're going to see. We're going to see. tighten up, man. I, I want the young boy to go in there and do well. But, again, you just said it. <laughs> no offensive line. The coach situation. So, you throw him in yeah. the fire. And 
you got some weapons though and you got Allen robinson Allen robinson could easily be a top five receiver top For six sure. seven receiver in this in this league with a with a good quarterback um so i'm interested to see and i'm not gonna say that justin Fields is gonna be a top 10 quarterback out the gate that'd be too high expectation i don't think any of these quarterbacks honestly will be a top 10 quarterback out the gate but um he'll still be a better quarterback than uh adam robinson has had up to this point in his career but before we move on i'm gonna backtrack a little bit man how was um how was your experience i know you went out to cleveland uh where the actual draft was so how was your um you know your draft weekend Man, it was a dope experience, man. Um, being able to be around, you know, the the gold jacket guys, the the legends, the Hall of mm -hmm. Famers. I'm um, having those conversations. I think that was dope. And then just to be out there with the with the fans and you know um, the other guys calling out the the picks, man, it was a it was a good experience. Uh, I wish it was a um, a year. Uh, you know, next year they'd be out in Vegas to draft. Oh. But um, but it was it was a good experience, man. Cleveland, it was cold, it was rainy, but um, dope experience. It was clean, man. The fit was clean. No, appreciate it, appreciate it. You know, I, I, um, I didn't expect nothing less. Yeah, yeah. But the crazy thing about it, I think we were talking about a little before we um jumped on going backstage. You know, they got luck. Stand here when the pick come in. You know, we gonna um put it on the card, and you know, you walk out, you do your thing. And uh, mm -hmm. the young lady was like, you know, we everybody that come back here, we we praying and wishing <laughs> that everybody get a John Smith or something. Yeah, you, you get an easy name. That's the worst, biggest day in kids' life. Name. You get up there and mess his yeah. name up. And two minutes later, I hear somebody say, "Oh shit!" <laughs> I'm like, "Oh, what's up?" <laughs> the pick came in, <laughs> and um, but no, nah, it was a, it was a great experience, man. Great experience. You remember? You remember his name? How to pronounce it? Man. Come I'm on, not gonna man. I'm not gonna do that. Come on, man. So who um obviously the Cleveland, the Cleveland, how 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 were their fan base, man? Were they were they out there deep? Were they loud? Because I know strong obviously historically they've had a good fan base, even though they've had a bad team for you know a long time. Mm -hmm. Now they're building, you know, they're building a contender. Andrew Berry, he was my executive of the year choice last season, you know, getting them to the playoffs. Um, building that team. I feel like he won last offseason um, with the free agency, with the draft picks he made. And then mm -hmm. I feel like he done it again this offseason. What was like their feeling out there in Cleveland with that fan base? Nah, man, that fan base, man, they, they're excited. They were strong mm -hmm. out there. Um, they were definitely strong, um, excited, and they have the right to be. Like you said, I think they're moving in the right direction um, with that organization. Like you said, Andrew Berry. So, um, I'm 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 anxious to see what the Browns do this year. I'm anxious. Yeah, to man. See that. They got. I mean, if you look at the team, and I can't even say on paper because we saw them perform last year, um, but they've gotten a lot better on paper as well. On top of mm -hmm. the performance that we saw last year, you know, adding um, Clowney up there with Miles Garrett. I feel like I love that. I love both of their first picks. Uh, great news from the second and the secondary. And then uh, the linebacker that he got, that could have been a first rounder. And yep. then, um, you know, with Odell coming back, I'm going to, I'm going to assume, you know, I haven't really heard anything about them moving on from Odell or anything like that. So if you throw 13, a healthy 13 back in that fall, that's scary. Like, I mean, I, I, I don't see any reason why the Browns shouldn't be like a preseason, like coming out of that AFC, you know, they, they played the chiefs. Well, obviously um, Pat Mahomes got banged up in that game. 
But mm-hmm. um, if Baker Mayfield continues to evolve in that offense, which I, I would only think he will, that was his first year. Yeah, you know what I mean. You got the line, you got the dogs behind you, you got the dogs out there catching the ball. You got Schwartz in the third round, one of the fastest players in this draft. I mean, the Browns made some moves, man. Who's your favorite yeah. in that division? That FC North. Mm. The Ravens, Ravens got better as well. They got Bateman in the first got, round. They got Bateman in the first round. Um, sheesh, I'm I'm gonna go Browns right now. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go Browns right now. Um, I'm, I'm yeah. I, I mean, I'm right there with you. I'm gonna go Browns right now. You know, like you said, Baltimore. You know, they got. You know, they've been they've been looking for a receiver, so they got him a, a big body receiver. Uh, well, not really a big body, but you know, he plays. He yeah, plays he be, yeah, he played big. He plays. I feel big. like he could definitely be a one. You know, yeah, he, he yeah. can work himself into a legit one. Pittsburgh, um, man. I, yeah. You know, Pittsburgh had a. You know, they got a good pick. Um, Najee. Um, but I just think that what 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 Cleveland is doing right now, what they're what they're bringing in, into that building, man. And again, the culture. I think the culture is. Is one of the things we talk about on this show a lot. I think yeah. the culture is moving in the right direction as well. So I, I'm gonna go ahead and go. I'm gonna pick Cleveland right now. Yeah, man. They uh, like I said, went got Clowney. Uh, went signed safety John Johnson, <clears throat> John Johnson mm-hmm. third from LA, who's not only a big time player but a big time communicator. So um, you know, you got uh, Denzel Ward, love his game. Greedy Williams should be coming back and being healthy this year. And then you went and got Greg News from the second in the first round this year, who was um, you know, for a top five, top, top three, four corner on my board. Um, so it, it got McKinley. Um, we signed Higgins. I got Troy boy. Hill too. Oh, I forgot they got Troy Hill from LA from the Rams as well. It was a big part of that uh, top performing defense last year out there in LA. So um, very amazing gonna, moves, man. What you gonna do in that secondary? You got so many, you got so many guys back there. I mean that that's a good problem to have though. It's right? a great problem to have, but you got all that talent. I can't have all my talent sideline D coordinator. We gotta figure out how we can get these players on the on the field. Who who they lost who they lost to in the playoffs? Who put them out yeah. the playoffs? Yeah. Chiefs put them out the playoffs. So I feel like if you're on that AFC side, you got it. That that team is built to beat to, or to compete with the Chiefs. On offense, you got two two headed monsters at running back. Who gonna keep Mahomes on the sidelines as much as possible, run that clock, and then you got hopefully you get the best out of Jadavian Clowney, opposite of Miles Garrett getting after the passer, and then you got a ton of guys in the secondary that can cover, that can do multiple things. You know, guys can mm-hmm. move all over. Um, so I mean, they're built right now to to not only compete but to beat the the, the Chiefs. But uh, I'm excited about it, man. It's been a long time yeah. to Brown. Like I said, that organization, the team has been shitty. The fan base has been loyal. So uh, I'm glad to see them turning things around, man. Yeah, the Browns, man, they did pick up Jeremiah, man, from Notre Dame. Shout out to the young fella, man. He's from the crib. So he got okay. second, yeah, second round linebacker, man. So definitely looking out for him to do some was big that, things. Uh, that he was number six at Notre Dame, right? Yep, linebacker. Yep. Yeah, yeah. He he. Like I said, he wouldn't have been if he would have went the first. If he went top twenty, nobody would have blinked. Would have batted the eye. So. Um, Shout out to Andrew Berry and what he's doing yeah. right there. Anybody else Let's, jump out to you that did a good, great job in the draft? Um, the Giants. 
I thought the Giants I made some. Giants. Um, I thought the Giants did some did some good things. Um, I mean, even and this is obviously this is all on paper and, and just a draft. But even you know Jacksonville, what they were able to do. Um, obviously, you know with Trevor Lawrence, and then they go go back and pick his teammate. Um, it's in the running back. You know what I mean? I mm-hmm. think I think that was a um, good solid first two picks. So, and then let's go, let's go, let's stay in the division um, and, and talk about the Bengals. I think it was, uh, um, you know, a lot of talk, like who they should, who they should yeah, pick. Yeah, a lot of talk pick. at five. Mm-hmm. Or Chase, or you go with an um, offensive tackle. And we, we kind of spoke on it on the show before, uh, with that Monday, last Monday. Uh, how do you feel about that? Even though they was able to go back and get an offensive tackle. Yeah, they went um, back and got a guard. Um, oh, guard. Yeah, yeah, guard. Yep, yep. Jackson, uh, Jackson Carmen. And I'm, how you, you feel know, about I'm not, that? I'm not too familiar with it, but I mean, Penay, you have Penay right there, and your quarterback, your quarterback got his ass whooped all year last year when he was out there, tore his knee up, currently rehabbing his ACL, MCL right now, and you get a chance right now. I know we throw this term generational out there a lot. I hear it all the time. You know, damn near every day I feel like it's generational talent. But Penesu, you know, 20 years old and was an absolute dog when he was out there. And seeing um, Jeff Schwartz posted this little – he did like a little special with him, going over some film and talking about his background, his upbringing. I couldn't have passed on that on that guy at five. And now you yeah. went with Chase – who I feel like is an un- unbelievable playmaker. You saw him dominate SEC uh, competition his last year as a 19-year-old in the SEC. Um, so I think he'll be phenomenal. But I feel like the gap between, you know, the top wideouts and, you know, other really good wideouts is a lot smaller than that top tackle. That guy who plug and play from day one, he'll be there 10, 15 years. And I feel like that's what Sewell will be. So I wouldn't have passed that up personally. Um, like you said, you got back in. I feel like they reach with their guard pick in the second round. I, I say you go. You, I mean, it's a deep receiver draft. You already got two receivers who went over a thousand last year with Boyd and um, you know Higgins was on, on route. I mean, I, I, I go with that left tackle, man. I would have had to go with that left tackle. I couldn't have passed up on that. The, the Lions got him at seven. Yeah, if I had to pick one guy from this draft, and I say, all right. One guy's gonna be a Hall of Famer from this draft. I just gotta bet all my money on one. Panay Sewell will, will be that guy. What you thought about that pick, though? Man, um, I, I agree with you, but I guess they just they saw something. Um, for one, you know, it was a lot of offensive tackles, um, a lot of linemen in this draft. So I figured, you know, they might have thought, well, we could we. I thought they couldn't pass on Jamal Chase right there at five. Yeah. And again, like you said, you know, um, amazing talent. And then obviously they go back to LSU with uh, with Joe Burrow, so they have that connection. So mm-hmm. um, to be able to have three receivers uh, lined up in that eleven personnel, man, that, that's scary as well. But um, but again, you need your quarterback upright. Um, yeah, and they they maybe they know something we don't know as far as they. I mean, they they they, they they've, they've invested in the O line. They got uh, Jonah Williams and uh, mm-hmm. Riley Reef, and I guess they feel good with those yeah, those guys with at those tackle. Guys. Yeah, I mean, so, you know, they're in the building. They've done their research. That's why they get paid the big bucks. From the outside looking in, I don't pass on that guy. With my franchise currently rehabbing his knee, um, 
Yeah, I I just wouldn't do it. And maybe it's my personal experience. I seen I saw Luck get his ass whooped for you know the beginning of his career to, to the point where he got behind the best O line in the league and then walked away because he had been beat up so much. So uh I would invest in that front. I'm 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 a firm believer in you build championship teams from the, the trenches out. Uh, you know, but I mean, I guess they saw something in Chase, and then the Chase, I'm sure Burrow maybe had some input even. I heard it was some, you know, Burrow was like, hey, y'all go get my man. Chase showed up to the draft with some um, with some red, orange, and white shoes on, so he probably knew where he was going. I already knew what it was, yeah. <clears throat> then the Dolphins went right behind him and took Waddle at six, which kind of surprised me. I thought, I thought maybe they would have went and got sued. Yeah. How you feel about as being a being a Dolphins fan? How you feel about about Waddle? As I mean, far I as like going, going I there, like, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I like him because it ain't like he just a you know one trick pony or. Nah, um, I remember as a when we took Ted again. I think we took him nine, and I was still in the league at the time. But as a Dolphin, we took him nine. It was kind of like, oh, you know, it's kind of high for. But I feel like Waddle is a complete package. If he played this year, you know, Devontae would have been the number two on that team, honestly. And, um, you know, and Devontae, Devontae said if he would have played this whole year, I wouldn't have won that Heisman. Yeah, and Devontae a dog. He's a dog in his own right. Mm -hmm. Not definitely not taking anything away from him. But uh, Waddle is that special. Um, you know, and getting him back with Tua, you know, he got some history once again, just like with the Bengals pick, it's some connection there. So uh, Tua needs that. You, you, they're behind them. That's their guy. That's going to be the starting quarterback. Get some weapons around them. Like I said, once again, I'll start from the trenches. I cut the pass up in Panay. Yeah. They went with Waddle. You know, speed, dynamic. And I feel like a lot of these teams were like, you know, they saw these receivers coming to the league and ball early. And they were like, man, we're going to have to jump up and get these, these guys. You saw one go five. You saw one go six. You saw um, the Eagles jump up in front of the Giants at 11. Yeah, and go up and get uh, go up and get Devontae. That that's 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 like my favorite part of the draft is like the moves these teams the moves, make. Man. You hear it's all chess, the rumors, chess, yeah. You hear all the rumors. Chess. Yep, you hear all the rumors about which team like who, and and the Giants were actually going to take Devontae at that 11th pick, and the Dallas Cowboys traded within their division to let the Eagles jump up in front of the Giants. And uh and go and get Devontae. So did you did you have any feelings about that? <laughs> nah, like you said, it's 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 what it's about. This is what it's about. Um and like you said, Giants was gonna get uh Devontae, but then I think they got a they got a dog. They got a dog out of out of Florida, Tony. Um can do a lot. Yeah um in the backfield and the slot, um outside at one. So with what the Giants already have, um I think that offense, they got a young, 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 good offense. So I like what the what the Giants did. So I know you, you, you and you're a believer you, in Danny Dimes too. I like I like Danny Dimes. And I'm, so, so, I'm, I'm so what's, what's the outlook on him right now? Going in this year. You got Saquon back. You went yeah. and paid Galladay that bag. You got Slayton. Yeah. You got um, Slayton. You got Shepard. You got Tony. And you got Ingram. I like Rudolph. it. I like it. <laughs> you went got Tony in the first round. Yeah. Tony is the guy. You can line him up in the backfield. You can yeah. put him in slides, be sweet yeah. screens. Danny Dimes. You know, a little shabby with a route running, but da another Danny, Danny Dimes. You can get, hey, Danny Dimes going to get moving a little more this year. 
Hey, look. Okay. Hey, listen what so I tell like y'all it. right so now. You like hey, it. I like write it. this down. Right, hey, write it down. Write it down. Monday, May third. It's eleven eleven thirty four a.m. AB said it. Danny Dimes. Eleven thirty four Eastern Standard Time. Danny, this is the year for Danny Dimes. Danny Dimes, man. Y'all stop I think that, with... I think Danny Dimes some shit. I mean, we know you how your evaluation of quarterbacks go. I that think shit. Danny Dimes. That shit ain't. That shit ain't. Look, your record, your track record ain't looking too good you, right now. Tripping. My 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 quarterback. I tell y'all somebody. Some, nah, but this 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 would be his year, man. If he can, if Danny if Danny Dimes can stay healthy, I think then his biggest problem is uh. And I'm like, what's what's his, what's his, what's his, what is what is his mommy name? When Daniel Jones, Daniel Jones' biggest problem is taking. He got to protect the ball. Yeah, he got to protect, gotta protect the, ball. the ball. Yeah, if and he I protect some. Yeah. Yeah, he knows that. I know he knows yeah. that. I know um that's one of the things because as far as um reading the defense, um he can put the he can put the ball in tight areas. He got, very he got smart. He can make he can yeah, make all, he the, throws, make all sure. the throws. He can move, he can beat he can hurt you with with his legs. But like you said, his thing is uh, protecting that ball. And I know that's something that he's um that he's working on. Um you You're know, not letting his former this former teammate shit blur your vision, are you? Nah, man, I've seen it. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Man. I've seen it. I've seen it. I've seen it. So, um, I know you was probably picking that boy apart in practice. But, um, uh, I keep it a bucket all the time. Yeah, I mean, I, look, he take care of the ball. Uh, he, they gave him every, you know, he he got the weapons around. There's no, especially if Saquon stays healthy, which I hope he does. The Giants picked up his fifth year option as well. Um, they, ain't, they ain't they ain't do that dumb shit you was talking about. They they, they wasn't listen they wasn't listen to me. They definitely listen to me, but on that on that trash you was talking about. And I and I and I wasn't uh I didn't know if uh I didn't know Garmin had let, was gone. His backup who, who played yeah, well last year. He played really six. well. But um Saquon man, look I want I only want the best for the kid. Seems like an outstanding kid. Uh, you know, obviously his talent is undeniable just by staying healthy. And I hope he does stay healthy. And if he does, that will help uh, Daniel Jones tremendously. You went out paid a bunch of money to a number one receiver, uh, Galladay. And like I said, you went drafting one in the first round after trading back and picking up more picks. So, uh, I wanna you know, Gi Giants making some moves, man. So, my young boy, um, Darius Slayton, he was at the draft. Mm -hmm. Um, no, he uh he announced the pick for the Giants. So I was chopping it up with my young guy. Um mm -hmm. they they went and got uh John Ross as well. Now I'm not even about to talk about John Ross, man. Yeah, so John um, Ross ain't did shit since he ran that 422. Yeah. But so I, I gotta, gotta see my man get out there and produce. They, they got a lot. They got a lot of um. Got a lot of lot of speed. Got a lot of um weapons over there, man. So Danny Dimes, man. Danny this Dimes. Year. This is year, man. They sure year. Barbecue a meal, do no excuses. Take care of the ball. I mean, you come from a good, you know, obviously Cutcliffe. That's Peyton's guy. Come from a good coaching pedigree. Um, yep. Take care of that ball, man. Um. So that that's your lot. It sounds like. How you was talking because uh Washington in that same division they didn't go get a quarterback. Um, they still padded their quarterback position. Jalen Hurts, they went out and got him uh a weapon with uh Devontae mm -hmm. Smith. 
Um, and then uh, obviously Dak is back, and Dallas got their weapons. That D- Dallas went heavy defense, heavy on defense, defense which we should. both thought they should have. Um, yep, I think yep. their first six picks were defensive picks, starting with Michael Parsons out of Penn State. Um, so who who's your um? If you had to pick a winner right now, and that see, defense, I don't do I, that. I, I'm not I, jumping I, into this. Nah, saying. nah, nah. I ain't doing said, this. That's I what you sounded like. Cause Tone Tone I, heard the same thing I heard. Nah, 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 Jet, nah, nah. What I what I said, we talking about Danny Dimes, and I said Danny Dimes is gonna have a good year. He's gonna have a great year this year. Now I'm not gonna be one of these guys that oh so and so for the Super Bowl, and it's we in we in May. Um, but I, I think the Giants are gonna have a great chance of winning the division. I'm not gonna give you no locks, but I do think the Giants will have a the defense last year played well. Mm-hmm. Um, defense played well last year. If they can piggyback on the, um, the season that they had, I like that. I like them on that side of the ball. And if Danny down that offense, man, get it clicking, you got something special over there. So, um, mm-hmm. I, I, I like what I like what the Giants are doing, but you're not picking them to win the division. You're not picking anybody to win the division. I ain't, nah, I'm not doing that. <laughs> I, I'm Come not gonna on, be. Man. I'm not gonna be one of them guys. Nah, I'm not gonna. I hate when people be. Come it's on, May. man. It's it's May. Oh, they, they are locked. Early in the, May too, man. Yeah, y'all, but y'all, but y'all right now, locks. the Giants they they've done some things this offseason, kind of along the lines of um, of the Browns, but a gentleman who was known for never trading back, uh, he traded back a couple times in this draft, um, but they locked up Leonard Williams. Mm-hmm. They went out and signed um, the corner from uh, Dory Jackson from uh, Tennessee. Tennessee. I, I thought they, you know, I thought they overpaid him, but I love when guys get overpaid, so I love it. Signed him. I think he got thirteen a year, so I love that. Um, Bradbury had an outstanding year last year. That was their free agent signing last year. When got Logan Ryan's. Who else in that secondary? Peppers. You got, you got Peppers, boy. and then you got the young boy last that uh, that got injured last year. Safety. Um, from uh, oh, oh, from, out of Bama. Bama. from McKinney. From yep, McKinney. Yep. So I, I, I like what they're doing. I like the second round doing. pick, they got old boy out of um, I don't want to mess his name up, but out of Georgia. So they got an yeah. edge out of Georgia. Yep, yep. So I, about I mean, Tony I, of the first, so they make, they making some moves. I, I like it. I like fourth it. round pick was another edge. So uh, they're making some moves out there in um, out there like in New York, it. man. I like it, man. I, I like it, it, but uh, since AB won't pick an NFC East winner, nah, I ain't gonna pick one either. But I would say the Giants are winning the <laughs> offseason right now, though. Yeah, man, they look good. Like, let's let's give it some time, man. You know, Giants I know winning the offseason. I know we in the uh, media world now, D. Bub, but you can't let them. Yeah, we got we got to start. We got that's what we got to do, bro. Nah, no, we, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we we stay in our lane, baby. Like. The, the Browns are winning the Super Bowl. You gotta come out with uh yeah man. Chelsea, man, what's good, Chelsea? How you doing? You know, we know you're a big Minnesota fan. Vikings got an A for their draft grade. Do you agree? You gave him a B. Vikings jumped up there and got a good tackle. Let me see what the Vikings did. Then they went and got Kellen Mond. Mm-hmm. Well, I like Kellen Mond, especially sitting behind. So they went and got Derrishaw off his uh, tackle with the first pick, 23rd pick, Virginia Tech. He could have been a top 
15 uh, tackle. Kellen Mom, second round pick. <clears throat> Went linebacker in the third round. Guard in the third round. Edge in the third round. Trenches, I like that. Trenches, trenches. Um, I mean, when it got um, they got Pat P in the in the in the off season. In the off season. Made some moves. They got better. I mean, I I, I don't know. I don't know those yeah, guys. Enough, yeah, I, I don't either. So I can't even. You know, they said an A for their draft grade. I couldn't tell you. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie mm-hmm. to each other. We gonna see though. But in that division. The Bears damn sure got better. The Packers may possibly be getting a hell of a lot worse. Let's talk about that. You Let's know talk what I mean? about A-Rod. that. So Let's the story came that. out. The story came out right before the draft. Aaron Rodgers, you know, tells the brass basically not interested in coming back. And then it went a little further. And they said he's talking to some teammates. Um, Mark Schlereth came out. You know, he's – he still does a radio in the Denver area and basically said, Hey, this deal from Packers to Denver is pretty much as close as being done as possible. Uh, obviously that didn't go through, but it's looking pretty real right now. How you feel about this whole A-Rod situation, man? I got my thoughts. For one, I thought it was a, a, a smart move by him, his team or whatever to um, break this news the time that they did, you know, so it could have been, you seen the Niners and, and, and different teams calling Green Bay like, yo, is this real? Um, so I thought that was smart. You know, Justin, you know, we got a lot of quarterbacks in the draft. Um, even though they drafted a quarterback uh last year, I just thought I just thought it was it was a smart move. Mm-hmm. Um Damn, Are you good? I thought it was a um a smart move. Um, now, you know, we have, I mean, we have to move into a climate in our world. Hold on, I'm getting static. Hold on, I'm getting static for me. I don't know if it's you or me. Hold on. Can y'all hear that static or that's me? Boom, boom, boom. You still here? Are you good now? Well, so what I was saying, I just feel as though quarterbacks kind of have that leverage. And right now, um, A Rod, man, he might have it. He's talking about, you know, not potentially not coming back, retiring. Um, that'd be a bad look for the Packers <laughs> organization, a horrible look for the Packers organization. Horrible, but, man. But if you, if you, if you Packers organization, what you do, you stand firm, like, well, all right, if you're not coming back, play for us, you're not playing anywhere, or do you like, okay, well, this is kind of our fault. <laughs> It's kind of our fault we're in this situation with the court with our franchise quarterback. Um, yeah, I mean, what do you do? A lot of people, it dep- like, so you feel like you feel like Ay has the leverage here. I, I think so. Yeah, like, I, I, I feel the same way. I mean, he, like, he got his money. He's played well. If he if he stops playing ball right now, he's going into the Hall of Fame. Um, he might got a job already waiting on him. You know, host of Jeopardy. So shoot, like if you at peace with it, if you if he's at peace with that decision, sure I'll walk away. Yeah, I mean, I I think I think that's more of a possibility. Uh when I first heard the news, when I first saw you said what he said, that was my first reaction. I was doing the uh, <clears throat> on the first night, Thursday night, I was doing the draft, I was covering the draft with PFL, and the news came out right. So we had a whole little re- thing we had rehearsed to talk about before the draft, what he will. 
Then the Aaron Rodgers news come out. So that was all we were talking about leading up to the draft. And my first thing was like, man, I wouldn't be shocked if he walked away, man. He just got engaged yeah. to um young ladies. You know, she's obviously she works in Hollywood. She lives, she does a lot of things in Hollywood, also has a house in Colorado. I said, yo, A-Rod could walk away from this and go do this Jeopardy thing he's been doing. And, like, and be like, good. <laughs> and be and be great. So I feel like he really holds uh the cars here. Um if he said, I feel like at this point, I haven't heard a Rod. I didn't even hear Russ really come out and say, I don't want a player. You heard Deshaun say it. You heard a Rod say it. And I feel like, like you said, these quarterbacks had that type of power. They had a type of leverage. Slowly kind of becoming a little more like the uh, NBA when it comes mm-hmm. out to players, you know, speaking out where they don't want to play, where they do want to play. And I think ultimately, if he does play football next year, it's not going to be with the Packers. And they done tricked yeah. it off. Almost every step along the way, whether it's Most drafting, times. whether it's you know drafting uh, love um, in the first round, all these different things. And if you're the Packers, and if you feel like love is potentially your guy, then you Make get as much as you can possibly get for Aaron Rodgers right now. You move on after I think June first is when it makes more sense money wise. Mm-hmm. So if we do see your move. I think that's when we're gonna see it. Um, but yeah, that's what you do, and, and you know, been a back to back NFC championship games, you didn't get over the hunt with a rod, so you move on, you get you know, let's say at least three first rounders for him. I was um, gonna ask you that what, 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 what you think it'll take. I mean, I, w- I would say at least three first three. rounders in the starter, yeah, in the starter because mm-hmm. you're gonna get whoever getting them, probably gonna get you know, a good two, three more years out of them. And those picks aren't going to be like high picks. They're going to be probably late twenty picks. So yeah, three of those in the starter. And uh, and if you and if he does go to the Broncos, like where where do you see the Broncos? Let's say he does land with the Broncos. You see Broncos being like a a 12, 13 win team in the yeah. same division with, with Pat, same division out there with uh, the Chargers with that, Herbert and Cole. That'd be a great a great division. But you know, I think A. Rod he elevates your team that much. Yeah. I think he I think he does that. So I, I definitely think Denver um you know would, would, would be a team you have to be a lookout on the lookout for if A Rod if that move does happen. Yeah, man, that that'll that'll be that'll be crazy, man. But like I said, I would not be shocked if he walked away and um just went and hosted Jeopardy. Yeah. I mean I, I wouldn't be shocked at all. And and then from there, man, the GM gotta go. Um, <laughs> that, and that was the other thing. That was the other thing that came out. He basically said, if he does come back, GM got to go. He got to go. <laughs> so he, either way, GM in a tough spot right now because <laughs> if he doesn't come back, everybody gonna be pulled at your head. Mm-hmm. And then if A Rod does come back, guess where you? Guess where he gonna be? Out of there. Yeah, not even a plane ticket. Out of the Greyhound. Greyhound. Chelsea ready for him to leave the NFC. No, I'm sure a lot of people are. A lot of people. <laughs> yeah, man. But shoot, man, y'all drop some questions, comments. These last, what, 10 minutes? Man, we haven't talked about our coach. Oh, shoot. Well, I, I, got I, it. Let, me, let me give you one more minute. I'll be right back. One Get one that quitty pay pit. Mm-hmm. And then the second round, you ain't going to remember his name, man? Go ahead and take a break, bro. <laughs> All right. Y'all drop some questions in here. Who places Rogers if he does leave? I'm sure they drafted love last year, so it, it gotta be in my mind. 
you drafted a quarterback last year when you needed help on the outside. So if Rodgers does leave, you got your man already in the building. Jay Love. Tone, I'm about to um I'm about to get it for you right now, my guy. Mm -mm -mm. I'm gonna put it up in the um go to uh if you on IG. Do, do, do. Yo, when the book shipping out, pre-order my jump. It's coming. So, hey, I just put it in the um. I just put it in the um, in the right there, Tom. Do. What do you think of McCall Parsons to the Cowboys? Um, I like it. I like, I like the pick. I like it, man. He's um versatile, sideline to sideline. Um, I think I think to help him out though, I think they need to, to work up front as well so he can do his thing. But being able to do a lot of multiple things at that position, he's fast. Again, like I said, sideline to sideline, um, point of the point of attack, he's strong there. So I like the pick. Um, I like the pick. Yeah, I like I like that pick a lot. And I said coming into it, um, everybody put uh, and I think they wanted to go certain as well. They wanted to get a corner, but uh, certain was gone. He went nine to the Broncos, and then um, they traded back to twelve with the Eagles and got Parsons, who a lot of people thought would be the first defensive player off the board. Um opted out but he was he was dynamic then it, then his uh his, he tested off the charts mm -hmm. freakish athlete so um they went another they went and got another backer too so it's gonna be interesting to see what they do with uh, I think Vanderesh or Vandenbosch what's the name Vanderesh or Vandenbosch Vander hey, Vander they was just talking about Vander that too I don't, I don't think they're gonna pick up his fifth year option. They went and got, they went and got Jabril Cox as well in the fourth round. Another linebacker at LSU. So two off the ball linebackers is gonna be interesting to see. They already got Jalen Smith and Van Der Esch, Van Der whatever, Van Der something. Fifty five, put yeah. the cowboy collar. But he's been, he's had issues staying healthy. So. um Cowboys, man, they went defense. Michael Parsons, Kelvin Joseph out of Kentucky at the corner position. So there'll be two young corners out there, most likely. D tackle out of UCLA, Osa. Chauncey Golson, third round out of the uh, out of the Hawkeyes. Iowa, Iowa. Another corner, linebacker. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Heavy on the defense. Yeah. Dayo. <laughs> Dayo, Dayo. So they do. They do leave. Uh, I had a pronounced note. 
Next to the name, they do, they do, they do. Um, but um, you know what, Dio, Dio, that's what we call him. <laughs> Dio, who um, did you have you played for Vic Fangio at all? Yes, I played well my first year in San Fran. Okay, so you familiar with the system? So they they added yeah. um, they added Kyle Fuller. Yep. Um. They just drafted Sertain in the first round. And they got um they resigned they got, Kareem Jackson, re-signed Justin Simmons. Von Miller yeah. should be coming back. Bradley Chubb should be coming back up front. So how you feel about that defense? How you feel about uh Sertain fitting in that defense? I love it. I love it, man. Um, you just gotta think about when you think of the system. <clears throat> so when with Vic Fangio, when I was in San Fran, our front was one of the, it was probably the best front I've ever played with. You know, mm-hmm. Alden Smith, Amar Brooks, Justin Smith, Ray McDonald. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, so with that, we didn't have to sit in pressure a lot. You know, um, we didn't have to sit in pressure. And with Chubb, with um, with Von Miller, you know, having those guys coming off the edge, you're not going to have to do too much. And then on the back end, solidifying that, where you say you got Justin Simmons, you got Kareem Jackson, smart guys on the outside. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't go – you wouldn't get Fuller, who was actually uh, played in that same system with yeah. uh, Vic Fangio um, when they was with the Bears, and then you go get a young certain. I think they're setting themselves up to have a real, real good defense, man. Um, I, I, I like the moves. I like the moves. Um, not sure how they'll play certain if it'll be, you know, he'll probably stay on the outside or start on the outside opposite of Fuller. But um, I love what they're doing. I love it. Yeah, man. They went uh they went and got certain the ninth, ninth pick. Um it's that it kind of surprised me, but with that defense, man, if he comes in and he plays what what he's built to play. How he's been built out to play coming into this draft, and he looks he he looked like the most polished uh corner coming in this draft, just well-rounded, well coached. You could tell. Um, if he come in, they got Bryce Callahan too, who plays the nickel spot. Well, if he can stay mm-hmm. healthy, um, yeah, they may I like what they did. I like what they did with that defense, especially now the, the quarterback position. They traded for um Teddy Bridgewater, yeah, they brought him in, and right now that they're saying Locke and Bridgewater split, split the snaps 50-50. Which in my mind, shit, if they get if it's a real competition, I think Bridgewater gonna end up being a starter. You got uh, yeah. you got wep- young weapons out there at the, uh, the receiver position, so definitely gonna be interesting to see what Denver does this year. Got the Javante Williams in the second round out of UNC. I like it. I like it. No, nah, I think it's just gonna be good, man. It's gonna be a good a good showing. <clears throat> Most um surprising undrafted free agent. I don't know about the most surprising um, undrafted free agent, but I am surprised that nobody from the from the HBCU got drafted this year. I saw that. Not one. I was surprised by that. Not saying that, you know, you have to, but it's, it's a lot of talent out there um, sure. in the HBCU ranks for them. Not for no, not one. Not one. And this was the first year that the HBCU combine too, right? Yeah, and even with with, with the COVID, I think um, it kind of 
shook it up a little bit. But even with that, though, you know, having a lot of um, scouts being able to get their um, get their eyes on um, on those guys to get them an opportunity. Um, but that was that was surprising. I think, I think that definitely that definitely played into it. You know, the, the COVID and what it did to um, some of the programs. Yeah. Um, because uh, I was on set with uh, Chris Collinsworth in the uh, during the first round, and he was saying going into the draft, like even for you know, like the Power Five schools, he was like, "This year, you're going to see a lot of like SEC bias, or you know, because the SEC played that all SEC schedule. Yeah. So it was all you know those teams versus each other. So scouts or you know evaluators or whoever felt, I guess, more comfortable." You know, picking those guys because they saw them. So, like, even for the Power Five conferences, you saw it hurt those players. So, I feel like obviously it's kind of a trickle down effect. It definitely um, is when it comes to the comfort level that you're gonna have. But like I said, like you said, definitely talent on that level. It's definitely guys who are, I think, still gonna make teams. But for none to be drafted out of the HBCU level, that was uh, that was definitely surprising as well. I saw that on Dion's page. Yeah. Kind of brought, um, that was that was definitely surprising, but I think this was also the year that most um, I think it was sixty five players from the SEC were drafted, which was the most in the common draft era. So you definitely saw that bias on display even more than the that's that's a that's a typical bias. You know, SEC yeah. players usually gonna lead, but um, yeah, I can see that being uh being a part of the reason, but. Definitely not an excuse, not a good enough reason for that to happen. I got one for you, D Bud. Um, <laughs> late to the party, real late to the party. I don't know who that. Uh, who's the starting quarterback for the Texans with with Deshaun Watson? Um, things going I'm, on. Yeah, I, I I don't think um I don't think Deshaun is going to play another snap for the Texans. Honestly. I think Ty Taylor is going uh week one, he's gonna be the starter for that for that organization. T2. I think, yeah, I think once you know, once he gets out there, man to man pie alum. Check make sure y'all check out that interview. It was a super dope interview we had with Ty. But um, yeah, I think once he marches out there week one, I don't think he loses that job. You know, um, so I think it'll be him. I still I think Deshaun's gonna be traded at some point. I think his I think the issues are going to um, my if if it was my prediction, I think it'll be some type of settlement or something that's going to take place. He'll probably be suspended for some games or maybe on the exempt list, and probably play four or eight games into the season next year. That's my prediction. We're gonna see what actually happens, but um, starting the season for the Texans, I think Tyrod Taylor is going to be QB one. I know they went and got Mills, and I think what the third round, third round, yeah, yeah quarterback out of um. Out of Stanford, and that was their first pick in the draft. And that kind of surprised took some people by surprise. Didn't really take me by surprise. You want to have a good uh backup situation at quarterback as well. So I think that was a good job by them. But I think Ty Taylor um starts for the week one. Agreed, agreed. I agree well, with you. Yes, like I, before you before you took your break, man, I was talking about um the coach pick. Um yep. you know. First round, second round, they went with um, rushes. You know what I mean? Get after that quarterback, edge rushes. Um, how did you feel about that? I know a lot of a lot of fans, including both of us. You know, we were talking about left tackle. 
Um, Chris Ballard came out. I was like, yeah, that is a, that's still a need for us. But at the time when we were drafting, um, I guess they didn't have anybody on their board that they were um, excited about. So they went the route that they went. Yeah, they, it looked like they took um they stole Robert Mathis uh draft board. I saw before mm-hmm. the draft, Math Robert. Even he had put left tackle first and then put pass rusher, pass rusher, pass, pass rusher, pass yeah. rusher. And um, like you said, I, I actually texted Chris right after they drafted uh Quiddy Pay out of Michigan. And um he was I don't know if you heard his story or read on his story, read up on his story yeah, at all, uh-huh. but crazy yeah. story, man. I'm crazy usually story. not yeah, I'm usually not one for the you know the, the the crazy stories on draft day, especially. But his is definitely worth looking into reading. Um, you know, mother, you know, flee Liberia. The Civil War broke out. Just some crazy, crazy things. Um, he had to mm-hmm. overcome. And so to hear him get drafted and say, you know, tell his mom like, hey, you know, yeah, you tired. tired. You know, yeah. what I mean? <laughs> you ain't gonna have to lift a finger no more. So um, that you know, that's that's what you watch the draft for. Um, but as far as the football, I think he's raw, a raw uh, pass rusher uh ability off the charts um jim ursay put him on the phone with freeney um soon as he got drafted i'm like hey this dude need to get with robert mathis asap i know he works yeah. with pass rushers out there in indy which is a great resource and tool for the coach to have and i think if he learns the tricks of the trade he gets coached up and he take he seems like a kid that's going to take coaching and soak it in he could be he could fall in line with one of those great um obviously i'm not going to compare him to a robert mathis or a dwight freeney way way mm-hmm. too early for that but yeah. um you know his skill set his freakish athletic ability coming off that edge i can definitely see him um turning to something special out there and chris ballard first thing he said to him was he's a cult through and through like everything yeah. about him fits their culture um so i definitely trust chris ballard and his draft board at this point to me by surprise they didn't get a tackle in what we thought was a deep tackle draft yeah. um but you know, past Russell was a need as well, though. How you felt about it? You already nah, spoke. I mean, yeah, yeah. Basically, I mean, okay. same thing. You know, we just just thought. Uh, obviously, a left tackle was a need, but you know, he didn't feel as though um, the position that he was picking, mm-hmm. uh, the tackle that they, they they were in love with to make that pick. So um, again, rushes were needed, and um, like you said, I think being able to tap in. To guys like you know uh, Freeney and Mathis, and obviously you know he, he's he's a learner. You know he 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 he's willing to to be taught and, and get some knowledge for some greats. So just say one or two tricks of the trade from them legends, man, and that could that could help you out tremendously. So definitely, man, to have you on the how you how you with the fam. Big facts. Um, another winner from the draft. I think the Chargers had a hell of a draft. You know, the Chargers. I think the I think the Jets did some good things in the draft. Uh, the Chargers, though, Chargers went out, and got you know left tackle. They already made a, a huge uh, investments across that front line for Herbert, and, yep. and completed that pretty much with getting this uh getting the left tackle Slater out of Northwestern. Um, and then in the second round went and got Asante Samuel Jr., who could have went at the end of that first the first round. Yeah, yeah. He, you know, you watch him on tape, very instinctive. Um, can play in your face, can play press, can play off, can bail, can play, and get out can of play, there. Can can move him inside. Yep, I think because of his body type and his movement skills, can play on the inside. Smart player, obviously. Come, you know, his pops played the game for a long time. Was one of the smartest players um, to ever play the game at that position. 
So I think they got those first two picks. I think they knocked it out of part. And having that young quarterback, Justin Herbert, protecting him with those weapons that they have there. Then you got Staley coming over who did some amazing things with that Rams defense last year. Hopefully, Derwin James come back and stay healthy. Derwin James come back healthy, yep. Basically replacing, um, you know, replacing Casey Hayward with uh, Sante Samuel Jr.'s. Yeah, that was that was a I I really 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 love that move on um, those moves by the Chargers, man. That's gonna be a fun division it. to watch. It's there for sure. <laughs> the Texans are not an honorable organization. <laughs> it's rough out there, man. With Texans, man, it is rough. <laughs> yeah, it is, man. It is. We're gonna see if uh, Nick Casario can turn it around. His first year as a GM. That's going to be his job to kind of we talk about the word culture a lot, culture, culture, culture. So he's going Very to important. Yeah, put a new culture in place because a lot of former Texans, a lot of people that are in that building, you know, don't speak highly of it. So um, some def- definitely some things got to, um, you know, got to change around ASAP. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, man. We about to get up out of here. Probably got time for one more if y'all got something good. A lot of winners, I feel like, in this, you know, so far. But we're going to see once September starts. You know how I really – I just really shake it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure, man. What you thought about J.C. Horn being the first, first defender off the board to Carolina? Um, you know, all I, I defense think, last year. Then yeah, defense first pick this year. I didn't think it was a um a bad pick. You know, I think at the corner position, uh, we talked about it could have been two or three different guys, but with J.C. Horn and, the, and what he shows on film, uh, up in your face type corner, physical, um, and the type of defense that you know Carolina, what they're doing over there. I, I thought it was a, a a good fit for him, a good fit. Okay, yeah, I, I think so too. Good fit. Um, a lot of people were saying either him or Pat Sertain is going to be the first corner off the board. Uh, they jumped up and took Horn at eight. I thought it was a good pick as well. It went went seven seven picks in a row last year on the defensive side. We had Chin um, on the pod earlier. Well, was mm-hmm. that this year? Last, maybe last year. And then um, you know went with another investing that secondary again. So uh, impressive, man. Impressive. Would you would you be a GM, Craig? Would would you guys ever be a GM? I'll be a GM. I'll be a GM for I'll I'll, I'll be a GM before um before a head coach. Yeah, no doubt, no yeah, doubt. I'll be a GM for any type of coach. I I just don't see me coaching right now. But yeah, see, you, you know what I mean, GM. I definitely, I definitely would do that. Yeah, for sure. I think um and and that's that kind of bring to a point that we didn't speak on seeing those war rooms um, man, I, man seeing those war rooms like and you and obviously being in the game you know been in the nfl for nine years ab been in there for 14 years we already know that to be a reality of the lack of diversity in these uh shot calling positions in these decision making rooms and then but when you see it on the draft saw it last year it's just seeing them different war rooms again. Like it's frustrating uh, of the lack of diversity in those rooms. And you wonder why 
you get kind of the same storylines year in and year out when it comes to the draft class. And he's, and I honestly think that's a reason why we have as many misses that we that we do have in the draft process, honestly, because you don't have enough different viewpoints, different opinions, different voices in those rooms. So yeah. that's why I would be a GM it's, more so than even want to do the job. Because, you know, it was funny you said that Friday night after um after the draft, uh, went to a little restaurant and was sitting and having you know a couple <clears throat> couple drinks with some people and actually had that same. Uh, discussion, just looking at the war room and just looking how, again, like you said, no diversity in those rooms. And um, when, like you said, when it comes to these these picks and you kind of talking about different backgrounds, like you don't really get um, an in-depth look or really understand like what a lot of these players um, are coming from. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I and and again, like you just said, like if you had um, a more diverse room, man, you could really pinpoint certain things. You know what For I mean? Sure, so, man. And have yeah. different things in place. And I think more importantly, more importantly than even missing on, um, you know, draft picks and things like that. I think even when it comes to having certain things in place to help players, you know, once you get into that NFL, once you become a professional player, the type of challenges that, you know, different players from different backgrounds deal, deal with. Because it's one thing to talk to people and try to educate yourself on it and do these different which a lot of these people don't do, honestly. And it's a completely different thing of actually knowing these things, seeing it from being in locker rooms, seeing it from being in those uh, communities and knowing, okay, these are the things that we need in place, at least in my building for my players to make sure that we're doing the right things and setting these guys up for future off the field. But um, Hey, and listen to this, though. Like, like Just sit back and I'm with the team that you've been on, your player engagement guy, was he white or black? Um, New England was white. Carolina, honestly, I don't even remember Carolina, but uh, Indy, black. So another conversation was that, you know, that player engagement. guys are black, though. Yeah, why? Mm -hmm. A lot of them are form. See, the player engagement guys should are supposed to be the guys who help the players, you know, along their journey, right? And it's kind of like a bridge between front office, the coach, and the locker room. And honestly, that person is in place, in my eyes, to kind of be the guy that can play both sides. You know what I mean? When it's something that needs to be brought in the locker room, hey guys, woo woo woo. When it's something that the up front office need to know about the locker room, and maybe some guys in the locker room. Hey, guy, woo, woo, woo. So hey, look, another conversation that I was having <laughs> was that the play engagement. And again, we're going to get D. I told the DT. DT was like, he gonna come on the show. Again, these, this is going to be one of these things that a lot of people on the outside don't understand the different roles that makes a team go right. A play yeah. engagement person is very important because they help players with things off the field. You know what I mean? Like Everything. it might be some might be so simple as, hey, you know, you need to go to this person at the DMV to get your license. You know what I mean? We shoot you straight there. Or if your wife needs something outside here, daycare, doctor, whatever the case may be, this is the person that you typically go to. Or even we having 
um, problems. You know, you can go see your player engagement. Like D-Buck said, this player could not most of the time, 80% of the time, a former player. Um, they mm-hmm. understand, they understand, you know, your day-to-day. Um, David but Tyree was the was the player engagement guy for, for the Giants for some time. So he was there, yeah. Um, you know, DT. Um, I got a young boy now that I'm, you know, I'll be rapping with. He's with the Panthers, Jaquan Jarrett. He mm-hmm. used to play, um, used to play in the league as well. But now it's a situation where they're in a tough spot, right? Because like you said, like, you know, obviously upstairs is gonna be like, hey, you know, try to persuade the guys to whatever, not yeah. persuade them, but you know, take this to the to the um to the guys, but then the guys in the locker room is like, yo, we know you be talking up. I know you be dealing <laughs> with the people upstairs, so I'm only gonna tell you, but so much. So play engagement has a fine line, but until you gain the trust of the locker room, that's one of the most important. I think low key one of the key positions in a, in a building. For sure. I, I mean yeah. that that's. That's, I mean, I, I can't even, it's uh, it's very, very, very crucial uh, to the day-to-day operations of, of that of that building. So on that's, that's, yeah, that's a big point. That's definitely something needs to be talked about. I, I, yeah. I don't think I ever heard talked about, honestly. Yeah. But uh, that's big. But even still, and that's even more reason I feel like you should have more people like that in the front office. And, it's, and, it's, and, I, and I think it's the reason why that's not the case. But um, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I, it's funny because I was just thinking about that. Just, you got to get DT on here, man. Oh no, for sure, ASAP, ASAP. Mm-hmm. And you, you played, and DT was your teammate. Nah, so when I got there, DT oh, had just retired. left. Was yeah, okay. he had, yeah, no, he had retired. Oh he had yeah, went to, went to Tennessee. He went to Tennessee. Okay, yeah. Yep. But then you know I was able to catch him when he came back as player engagement my last couple years in Indy. So I uh, was there. Yeah, man. Yeah, definitely important. But uh, but yeah, to answer that question, I think we both answered. We will both be GMs, and um, yeah. But yeah, we we gonna have some good conversations upcoming, man. For sure. Got my head spinning. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's go to E. Erica. She used to work work with me, and she worked with uh DT a lot. But um. But yeah, man, what time is it? Oh yeah, y'all ain't know what to do, man. Go holler at Pat, man. Go wish him a happy belated birthday. It was his birthday yesterday. Um, I was on the show on Friday. Probably on this upcoming Friday as well. But uh, appreciate y'all, man. Rocking with us. It's been a week since we saw y'all. y'all yeah, back. sure. Appreciate y'all, man. Appreciate yeah, that always. question too, Craig. Yeah, right. Y'all be good, man. Yeah, out of here.